Dear listeners, Sai Ram. We now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 31st August 2017 as part of Thursday live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Spend the day with Sai. From 6 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. on Radio Sai Thursday Live. Radio Sai Thursday Live. Stay tuned. Sir, dear listeners, and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang. the last segment on this day long thursday live bhagwan has very graciously blessed that we have a very distinguished elder someone who was there with us in the previous session of vaini satsang in fact many sessions of vaini satsang now mr h j bhagya those of us who were listening to what he had shared last time we were discussing about the 10th chapter of prema vahini and sir shared some amazing instances about how one should not be at any point in time bothered with outside influences when one is walking on the path of his principles and he shared really powerful anecdotes from his own life today we move on to the fourth segment of chapter 10 so we will listen to that and then we will wait for bhagya sir's insights and reflections on what bhagwan has written in prema vahini deeniki munupu bhaktulende moodu vidhamlaina vishwasam kalavaru undaru satkaryamulu cheyutayendu bhagavad aaradhana cheyutayendu విఘ్నములు కలుగునేమో కష్టనష్టములు సంభవించునేమో అని భయపడి ప్రారంభించని వారు మొదటి వారు వీరు అధములు ప్రారంభించియో మధ్యలో విఘ్నములు కష్టనష్టములు వచ్చినవని బలహీనులై భయపడి మధ్యలో వదిలేవారు రెండవవారు మధ్యలో ఎన్ని కష్టనష్టములు కలిగినను ఎట్టి బాధలు సంభవించినను పట్టుపట్టి శాంతమగవరకు సాధించువారు మూడవవారు వీరు ఉత్తములు ఇట్టి పట్టుదలను ఇట్టి శ్రద్ధను విడవక సత్యమును సాధించుటే నిజభక్తుల లక్షణం బిఫోర్ వీ గెట్ ఇన్ టు దిస్ ఈవెన్ అమంగ్ దివోటీస్ దెర్ ఆర్ త్రీ కైండ్స్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ బేస్డ్ ఆన్ దియర్ ఫేత్ ద ఫస్ట్ కేటగిరీ కంప్రైజెస్ దోస్ హూ డు నాట్ అండర్టేక్ ఎనీ నోబుల్ టాస్క్ అండ్ ఆఫ్ అ వర్షిప్ టు ద డివైన్ apprehending that this could lead to obstacles as well as losses and difficulties they are called adhamas the second category consists of those who after starting noble endeavors stop it midway because of their fear arising out of weakness when faced with obstacles losses and difficulties the third category comprises those 
who in spite of how many obstacles, losses and difficulties that come their way, persevere to fulfill their noble endeavors till the end. They are called Uttamas. The mark of a true devotee is to have such kind of steadfastness and perseverance to achieve the truth. So those are the three kinds of devotees based on faith. Swami doesn't mention the word Madhyama, but Swami says Adhama and Uttama. In other discourses, Swami has mentioned the second category to be Madhyamas. So what are your thoughts as you listen to these categories of devotees, sir? Um, actually, if you see, um, I would put the same category but slightly different. There are certain people who are ignorant, mm. totally in tamas, darkness, so to say. And the another extreme is those who are fully awakened. These two categories, I don't think we have to bother much about them. At the most, those who are awakened, they should help those they are sleeping. And uh, it is for the middlers, the spiritual path is very important because unless a person comes out from tamas, he will not appreciate what is to be done. Now, based on this, can I share one very nice incident which uh, happened in our uh, MBA department when uh, every uh, semester we have some workshop. Yes. So one of the workshop was on advertisement. Mm -hmm. People from outside, they were invited to give input to our MBA students. And uh, um, well, that is the uh, way people deal in outside the world some of the things, slides shown by the um, advertisement uh, manager who had come to give input to our MBA students were not uh, uh, suited or fit enough uh, the culture which we have in Satisai Institute. So I showed my little bit of displeasure and uh, um, finally when uh, it was not taken uh, uh, that seriously because for them is nothing abnormal I told him sir our culture is quite different let us not uh, show something which is not uh, suitable here well uh, I found that the other people senior people they didn't object to this hmm. later on they were justifying that uh, see you should not insult when we invite somebody from outside. I said, I did not insult him. I told him that this our culture is slightly different. Mm. Okay. Now, I was uh, uh, very keen to see what is Swami's uh, response. In the evening, when all they came for darshan, I know that Swami is omnipresent, omniscient and omnipotent. So, I thought Swami will reflect what happened in the morning. Swami did reflect. In fact, he poured out more love mm -hmm. to those people. <laughs> Saw their uh, he created vibhuti for one person. He created even a, a, a golden ring and said that this is for your wife. So, 
of course later on i came to know that swami needs an opportunity the wife had very serious uh, serious problem mm-hmm. so swami took an opportunity to uh, solve the problem of the devotee now coming back to this i was uh, <coughs> excuse me i was wondering that uh, how can swami tolerate hmm. such things so i was boiling inside <laughs> uh, swami came to my uh, point then uh, i said swami ji can i ask one question instead of uh, the question which was in my mind i made it little more uh, polished i said swami ji how to develop the patience of avatar hmm because i don't know how to deal with such people mm. how to ask <laughs> how to ask so i put it in a different way <laughs> i know that the, how to have patience of avatar he went two steps further looked back and he told me you can develop the patience that is my nature ra wow. <laughs> so don't yes. try and think that you will have a patience of avatar okay but my question was not answered because i wanted to know how to deal with such people hmm. what to do now then subsequently after a month or so swami ji was going to bindavan and he called all teachers and students and he uh, made an announcement that any person having spiritual doubts uh, please ask swami ji would like to give your answer here and now before he goes to bindavan nobody was raising the uh, hand then i looked around for few seconds 30 seconds 40 seconds i raised my hand immediately swami said are you a student or a teacher <laughs> i said swami in front of you we are all teachers all are students, all are students. <laughs> not even the teachers are students right yes so swami said hmm what is your question i said swami ji uh when i see that in front of you physically when you are present people have one type of behavior which is in tune with what you have given us a guideline when physically you are away and we still revere the chair touch the chair imagining that you are sitting there and then we start our proceedings but it is definitely different from uh, compared to when you are physically present how to deal such a situation particularly what to do with such people hmm now everybody was silent of course one more question was put but swami ji gave the beautiful answer hmm i am coming only to the answer rather than the full discourse swami ji said there are three category of people because you're talking about three category of yes. people that reminds me he said there are three category of people one category those who are sleeping second category those who are awake third category swami said in telugu something but the translator translated the third type of people are those who are awake but pretending to be sleep sleeping mm. you can't do anything mm. with them swami said no swami again repeated again the translation was same swami himself came out with the english translation for his own telugu version swami said third category of people are those 
who are sleeping were pretending to be awake hmm. everybody was surprised then swami said see from the spiritual angle first category those who are in darkness they don't know much about the spirituality they have to yet open an account second category of people those who are fully awakened it is the duty of such people to help to wake people those who are sleeping third category of people are those who pretend that they are awakened that they know everything mm. about mm. swami swami's teachings but actually they don't know they do not know and they do not know that they do not know <laughs> they do not know that they do not i don't think that may be the because they know very well but they pretend that we know as if they know as, as if they if know they, know, yeah. they put other people down mm, yes now that was my question and swami gave a beautiful answer he said bhagya don't waste your time on them oh <laughs> leave them alone Hmm. very serious thing bhagwan said even god cannot help them oh my god <laughs> that means the spiritual pride if we have hmm. then nobody can help us now i got the answer but can i extend the please uh, connecting one more interaction with bhagwan on similar ground um swami made certain changes in our mba syllabus some people were uh, happy some people were not we had lot of discussions that what we should do finally swami gave the uh, direct indirect hints what we should do but still there were lot of difference of opinion then i asked swami swami ji you have given the instructions very clearly why all of us do not follow the same thing because in your delivery there is no ambiguity hmm. why there is difference of capturing and understanding what you said then again a very very powerful uh, guidelines it opened my eyes swami said there are four reasons why some of you do not follow what i say i said swami ji please tell me he said the first thing how many of you have firm conviction that sai baba is god then second hmm. that how many of you even though you have conviction but you may be afraid that if we follow what swami says there will be something which we will have to face that means they have fear and third category of people uh, third reason he said some of you have personal desires which are different from swami's instructions mm-hmm. so you think you impose superimpose your likes and dislikes or swami's guidelines and the fourth one he said many of you come from outside you people have cancer mental cancer 
I can cancel other cancer, but the mental cancer is difficult to uh, get rid of. Hmm. And like uh, somebody may have uh, malaria fever, even if mother prepares sweet dish, I give you sweet dishes, but it tastes, tastes bitter for you. Or if a person has diabetes, mother prepares sweet dish, she will not give it to the child who has diabetes. So what can I do? These are the reasons why we deviate from what Bhagawan has given clear-cut guidance and uh, especially in line with uh, the discussion which we are holding why there are different types of people. So, oh. <laughs> I think if we pay attention to this, we will be uh, very, very nicely guided and these things are not available in, uh, at least I have not come up across the spiritual textbooks where these things are so clearly spelled out. I think in casual conversations, you know, Bhagwan was someone who was guiding people all the time. Right. Not, not just uh, uh, spiritual instructions were not coming only when we, uh, he was giving a discourse. But I think every casual conversation, that's why we have had the people who have lived with Bhagwan, who had that sort of uh, a little enlightened understanding of Bhagwan. They used to always say every mantra of every word that comes out of his, his mantra, uh, uh, his mouth is is, is a mantra. And here, when here Bhagwan is saying the mark of a true devotee is to have such kind of steadfastness and perseverance to achieve that truth. That's right. Firm conviction. Firm conviction. Firm That's the first category. That's it. Sir, as you were mentioning um, what Swami was telling about those who are awake and those who are asleep, <laughs> there is that beautiful sloka from Bhagavad Gita. And in a, a very interesting way, it's related to what we are actually discussing here today. Ya nisha sarva bhutanam tasyam jagrati sayami yasyam jagrati bhutani sa nisha pasyato muni. So what he says is, when the whole world is awake, they are asleep. Hmm. When the whole world is asleep, <laughs> he is awake. Wow. Uh, they are awake. And those people are the munis. They are the yogis. Mandu. The yogi is awake when the whole world is asleep. Now, Swami asks, does that make every robber a uh, yogi? <laughs> a thief? <laughs> or <a> watchman? <laughs> watchman or <laughs> robber? They are awake mm. when the whole world is asleep. Hello, I have become a yogi today. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he says, they are asleep when the whole world is awake. So, the inner meaning Swami says is, you are awake to the control of senses. So when he says you are awake, yes. when the whole world is asleep, they are asleep because they have no control over the senses. Yes. So then he says, you are asleep, they are awake to the worldly pleasures, but you are asleep to the worldly oh, pleasures. Yes. Wow. And uh, I think this uh, inner meaning that Swami gave for this shloka goes you know, in a way, um, it's connected to the different types of devotees. Because a devotee's entire focus and concentration is on the Lord. And every problem that he faces, or he or she faces, is at the level of the body and the senses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at the level of the body, they have problems. At the level of the senses, they have problems. At the level of the mind, they have problems. But if they are attuned, if their heart is attuned to the Lord, there they can have no problems. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, for them, everything else 
it's not that uh, you know the other very beautiful thing which swami says is uh, somebody asked swami swami why do these devotees have to go through so many problems in their lives yes every <laughs> saint says you know yes. it's better not to be a devotee <laughs> the moment you are a devotee of the lord yeah. problems enter your life always having problems then swami gave the most amazing answer mm. he asked that person did they come and tell you that they are having problem <laughs> yeah. did mirabai complain <laughs> Did uh, Sakubai, Sakubai, <laughs> did they complain? Nobody. Did they come and tell you, "Hello, I'm having problems. Please <laughs> save me." No, <laughs> because for them, these were not problems. In fact, Mother Kunti went that one extra mile to say, "Lord, please bless me with problems. Bless me with problems so that I can think of you all the time." So those who are awake and those who are asleep, <laughs> I think it's at the it's at different levels. And here, as Swami is giving the three levels, uh, in a way, uh, you know, if you see those who are very scared to undertake, Swami says the first category, mm. other are the lowest abyss. They are very scared to undertake the mm. um, effort. Yes. So if you say. I don't want to get into the water. I don't like water, but I want the experience of swimming. Mm. Mm. So then that doesn't happen. Yes. So the second category is like me. I jumped into the water <laughs> and I've not yet learned swimming. So I <laughs> swim for some time. I said it's quite difficult. <laughs> When I come back next time, we'll try swimming more. Mm. But the more you know, in spite of all the difficulties, those But who persevere. That, may I? Uh, again, share sure. a direct question I put to Swami. Sir, mm -hmm. once in Pune Chandra session, Swami was uh, narrating uh, Sakubai, yes. Dropati, and uh, all uh, Parada, and, mm. uh, and he said, uh, "Do you know? Every day I get millions of letters." I said, "Swami, millions of letters?" <laughs> he said, "Yes, asking for this and that. It's not physical letters." Even mentally, somebody is praying mm. to Lord. Mm. He receives a letter. Mm. That's the <laughs> thing which I understood. Mm. Then uh, he said, "Very simple. I don't pick up all the letters and read and answer. My general law, law of karma, it settles most of them." Oh. <laughs> so then, exactly this thought came to me mm. because Swami was narrating about uh, such great saints. That mm. Swamiji, when you say this law of karma. All these uh, great sages and saints, invariably we have seen that their lives have been very tough. Hmm. They must have done such bad karmas in their <laughs> life. Why hmm. do they suffer so much? Hmm. Then Swami laughed. He said, "Here is very important, which I had never understood earlier." Hmm. And Swami gave a wonderful reply. He said, uh, "Sometimes I pick up." The devotees who are fully attuned to me, they have full faith. Wow! Whatever they go through in their lives, their faith will not shake. I pick up such devotees. It's not because of their karma, but I make them go through the mm. troubles, ups and downs, so that they can become ideal example of uh, how to face the life. in spite of pay, paying attention or uh, showing devotion to bhagwan that how when they say that even the great devotees are going through this such a difficulty who are we so they get consolation they get the, an ex ideal wow. example that we better continue to have faith and mm. face all the difficulties in life wow 
it was really eye opener to me hmm. <laughs> i was thinking that why such great people hmm. always suffer hmm. the avatar uh, uh, is um, his life is completely planned <laughs> even the saint's life is completely planned just yeah. so that uh, uh, it becomes a beautiful demonstration and example for all in fact two thoughts come here uh, as sir you mentioned this i remember when um, mrs rani subramanyam as fondly we used to call her rani ma she was yeah. a very spiritual yeah. aspirant a great spiritual aspirant and when uh, she asked swami one swami which books to read you know because she was she was reading so many spiritual books and that is when uh, swami says don't read all these spiritual books because you will get confused <laughs> because different philosophies different masters will give different philosophies you will get completely confused so swami what to read so if you want to read read only the lives of saints swami says wow. saints and sages because that will give you inspiration and courage to walk on the path because they've been already walking on they're the walking on the path so different people will have different stories but you know they all of all of them would have gone through these trials and tribulations and that will give you the courage to walk on the path of instead of philosophies read the life of the people who have uh, implemented this in their life excellent on a slightly different perspective to this when some of the devotees were in the interview room swami asked do you want moksha all of you anybody you all want moksha <laughs> swami <laughs> all of them raised their hands <laughs> so swami said very simple you will get moksha only you have to do one thing swami what is it don't follow anybody <laughs> he said don't follow anybody hmm. you can you can read the lives of saints yes but then each one's path is different ah. each one's life is different and yes. you know uh, the experience is molded by your perspective uh, you know your perspective and how you take to life it's very different Hmm. <laughs> in fact, just like uh, when you think about it, Bhagwan mentions that just like uh, Arjuna was just a medium for Bhagavad Gita, similarly, Swami says Radha was a medium to convey Divya Prema, to convey what is love. I think, I think, similarly, all these devotees are just one-one mediums <laughs> for Bhagwan to convey all those lessons. Very good. and in fact this has happened uh, even in the contemporary time i would feel many times you know because so many we have seen even in the recent times uh, somebody like professor kasturi and when you see lives of mrs ratnalal you have so many devotees when you see their lives you can see shades of uh, uh, that kind of uh, elevated state of consciousness with time <laughs> wonderful so, so we'll move on to the next segment sir i think yeah why not ఊరక ప్రాపంచిక వ్యామోహములకు క్షణికమైన ప్రకృతి సంతోష సదుపాయములకు భ్రమచెందక శాశ్వత సంతోష సదుపాయముల పొందగోరు మార్గమును వదులుకొనక పారమార్థిక కర్మలను సంపూర్ణమైన ప్రేమతో చేయము శ్రద్ధ పట్టుదల లేని కర్మలు ఎన్ని అయినను పరమార్థ జ్ఞానమును కలుగచేయవు ప్రేమ వలననే శ్రద్ధ శ్రద్ధ వల్లనే జ్ఞానము జ్ఞానం వల్లనే పరమభక్తి అట్టి పరమభక్తి కలవారికే పరమాత్మ ప్రాప్తి 10.5 Without getting deluded with ephemeral attractions and transient physical pleasures and not giving up from the comfortable path of achieving eternal bliss engage in godly pursuits with complete love No matter how many activities one may do 
If there is no steadfastness and perseverance, it will not lead to knowledge of the divine. Steadfastness comes from love. Wisdom comes from steadfastness and this wisdom leads to supreme devotion. The Supreme Lord is attainable only to the one who is filled with such supreme devotion. Wow! <laughs> so much packed there. Chain reaction. Yes. <laughs> um, one little bit the story comes again to my mind. Sure. Because I have been dealing uh, in my MBA department and MBA students. When uh, uh, computers were introduced to our department, uh, beauty, beautiful things happened. Shall I give a little more insight to the yeah, yeah. story? Yes, sir. Uh, can I take uh, names of earlier devotees? Sure, sir. No Please problem. do, sir. <laughs> One, Colonel uh, uh, Jogarao. Yes, sir. He was very good devotee, like a karma yogi. Yes. Whatever Swami wanted to undertake the civil work, I think he would be the wonderful instrument. Swami used him as an instrument. So, Swami gave him a task of installing the computers in our college. With his uh, uh, good knowledge and experience worked so many places, he suggested to Swami, Swamiji, we will have uh, computers installed in the basement. I am talking in uh, 80s, late 80s. Okay. So, Swami said, why? Swami, these computers need uh, air conditioning and we have already basement then uh, the power required to maintain the low temperature in the basement will be uh, less so computers will be safe Swami said uh, in the rains water might trickle from the uh, hills around and uh, unnecessarily water will go to the basement Com it may spoil the computers hmm. said no Swami I will uh, design a channel where water will get collected and get drained over there. Mm -hmm. Swami said, okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, efforts were put, computers were in installed. As Swami had said, that next July, uh, very heavy rains <laughs> and it was just to witness what Bhagwan had said that <laughs> computers were almost floating in the water. <laughs> so, then he had no face to uh, say, Swami, what should I do? Swami told him, make it outside, uh, just in the entrance of uh, the uh, building, institute. In that, the work was started. There was one young engineer who was fascinated with uh, the environments and he came to know he was experts in computers and also installations. So he... Um, mm, had a lot of interactions. Finally, the project was completed in time and uh, it was uh, month of May. Then Swami gave them uh, a nice Pad Namaskars and some gifts uh, as appreciation. That's the beauty of uh, Swami, how he deals with uh, every project and people involved in the project. So this boy, he got an opportunity to have a Namaskar and he was looking at Swami's uh, face. Swami said, what? Swamiji, can I get the uh, MBA seat here? Oh. Swami <laughs> said, uh, you are working with uh, these contractors. Yes, Swami, I have done computer engineering. 
I want to do MBA. Okay. Swami immediately granted. Wow. And uh, he said, okay, go through the formalities, whatever you have to appear for examination. And since he already gave the divine uh, uh, permission, he got the admission. Now, why I am giving this background? He had the faith that Swami is God. Mm-hmm. And he really, as a student, I know, I saw his behavior. He did his MBA with flying colors. After MBA, obviously, they would go for searching a job. He uh, was called for an interview at one place where a lot of uh, experienced engineers were called. He had uh, engineering as well as MBA qualification and very little experience. He went there, found that five, six people were also other candidates along with him. Right morning, eight o'clock, they were sitting near the receptionist and uh, she told them that the boss has not yet come. He will call you. And people were spending time. Few of them, they knew uh, among themselves. But this boy was uh, quiet. He was uh, spending time in reading something. Around 10 o'clock, then uh, the message came from the boss through the receptionist that uh, give them tea, coffee, snacks. They had. Lunchtime, it went on till lunchtime. Then they were given a nice lunch. Then they thought that after lunch, boss will be available and interviews will start. After lunch, became 2 o'clock, 2.30. Now, most of the candidates became restless. Mm. <laughs> then uh, our boy, he was quietly reading. And uh, around 2.33, two of the candidates, they fought with the receptionist and they were about to leave the place. Then phone call came from the boss that sent that person mm-hmm. for an interview. He went there. In two minutes, he came back. And he left his belongings. <laughs> Second one, same thing happened. Third one, fourth one, little time. Fifth one, fifth one he came and he, because he has told other two friends that wait, my fate also will be like that. Two minutes I'm <laughs> coming and joining you. We'll go together. So that boy said that this is an eyewash. They don't want any candidate or <laughs> they might have already decided. In the meantime, our boy, he got a uh, call and he went inside for the interview room. In the interview room uh, to face the boss. Then moment he went there, uh, this boy narrated all these things to me that's how I know he said looking at him boss told him that you are selected <laughs> sit down <laughs> he said sir but you have not taken my interview hmm. he said no I have taken <laughs> uh, since when since morning 8 o'clock but you have called us now <laughs> <laughs> those days it was not very common hmm. CC camera was there hmm. so they were observed. Wow. Then he said, uh, look, please uh, tell me, when did you take interview? He said, I know everything. <laughs> and uh, 
by the way what were you reading and he told him that uh, the or mba student told that the i'm simply mba and i know all these data i don't want <laughs> those data it's with me what were you reading what were you doing why young chap like this hmm. having so much of patience that's what i want my job profile requires this type of patience <laughs> <laughs> so i have already interviewed you but wow. you tell me then he showed the book hmm. he was reading Swamiji's uh, discourses in that he was reading particular chapter on three Ps essential three Ps for effective manager wow patience <laughs> purity, purity and perseverance, perseverance. so he said uh, see one little bit with a firm conviction faith I'm uh, putting into practice and that gave me the job <laughs> boss was so happy and then he talked about our institute and things like that now coming to the point was that firm faith we have yes. conviction we have whatever bhagwan has said is for our good it is definitely going to make our life very comfortable absolutely in fact uh, you know even in the previous segment where bhagwan where he is talking about these adhamas people who don't undertake any spiritual discipline or practice thinking that it will become a loss for them i think that is what uh, Uh, apparently is the perception in uh, among many youngsters uh, of the times you know you think okay if i give this much time to swa- to swami or if i go this much time to give to organizational work you know it becoming a loss i can pre- i can utilize that time to prepare for my career i can utilize that time to you know uh, improve my skill or whatever we feel that if you have given of any of time for you know for god or, or for any anything sort of spiritual then it's a loss for us but what we don't realize is that is the that is the investment that is needed right. just like this student purity is what gave him the job is <laughs> not his talent but uh, not the so called worldly talent but the spiritual talent right. it is it is the spiritual talent that gave him a worldly job and <laughs> spiritual talent will give you uh, of course spiritual grace but worldly job is nothing for spiritual talent <laughs> wonderful but in fact here uh, as uh, sai prakash uh, was mentioning this chain reaction this is something very very profound isn't it sir where swami saying steadfastness comes from love wisdom comes from steadfastness and this wisdom leads to supreme devotion and this supreme lord is attainable only to the one who is filled with such supreme devotion on this uh, devotion supreme devotion yes sir <laughs> a beautiful thing came out uh, in bindavan uh, every year we take uh, mba students for uh, summer project then uh, one day boys were praying to swami for uh, interaction swami please uh, talk to us swami said no 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 then uh, uh, swami please all who are part time devotion <laughs> when problem comes you people pray yes. mm. then swami involved me to convey very some significant thing he said bakia you have come from industries you work there how many types of uh, workers you used to deal with i said swami ji basically two one part time workers and another full time uh, full time workers he said part time workers what you used to give i said swami ji based on whatever work number of hours they have put in 
we used to calculate the wages and give to them and full time full time workers uh, they get full time sal- full salary then uh, uh, maybe dns allowance and also they are eligible for pension yes he said yes i am also a spiritual manager <laughs> <laughs> all of you are only part time devotees when the problem comes you pray then in my mind it was swami but they have been praying fully is <laughs> a part time uh, prayer and you get the reward yes or your wages given but you should have full time devotion and full time devotion see just like you said full time worker they get salary dns allowance pension i also give them <laughs> the full salary and then dns nns allowance <laughs> then pension that means i give them grace yes. which will be useful not only in this birth the birth hereafter wow but they are not full time devotion they don't have full time devotion and full time devotion is easier than part time hmm. i said swami ji <laughs> with a part time devotion they have been doing all these thing praying to you and you call this is a part time devotion how can full time devotion be easier hmm. and where is the time 24 <laughs> hours they can't pray to you hmm. and you said full time devotion is easier, easier. than part time Swami, I am totally lost. Swami said, "I have my yardsticks of devotion. The mm. full-time or supreme devotion is maintaining equanimity. Yes, under all circumstances, at all the times. Wow, that is full-time devotion. Is it not easy? You don't have to do anything. <laughs> I just smile <laughs> because." Uh, how can person maintain equanimity under all circumstances and all the time unless you have firm conviction that yes. whatever is happening is yes. for my good for my good. and it is his grace is yes. prasadam for me yes. then i can maintain the equanimity yes and that is called full time devotion wow <laughs> in fact uh, it, it's quite an exercise if every day every moment something happens to keep telling uh, yourself this is good for me this is the best thing that could have happened this is good for me this is good for me i think if you do this exercise maybe uh, uh, we can perhaps experience a glimpse of uh, how life pans out <laughs> how it is walking on the path of full time devotion <laughs> here sir when i was just this chain reaction that we are talking about so <laughs> he says steadfastness is what we have to do we should be steadfast on our path and uh, basically in a sense that is the action that we are supposed to do we are to be steadfast if you have that steadfastness then that love and faith de- develop in you and uh, from that comes wisdom and then parabhakti yes. that's what uh, that's what swami is saying if you look at it uh, what is it to be steadfast in what should we be steadfast now just one or two points come to my mind you can always uh, correct me and you know add <laughs> to um, in one of the vahinis i think it is the dhyana vahini swami says um, namasmarana is very important in fact 
when I started reading the Dhyanavayani, I was expecting that, you know, it will be all about meditation, 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 step one, step two, step three. <laughs> he has never written the word meditation without using the word Namasmarna. Yeah. Every place he has wow. mentioned Dhyana in uh, Dhyanavayani, he has always added it with Namasmarna. He said, chant the name of the Lord, visualize his form and then try to meditate. So, that steadfastness that we are talking about is this chanting of God's name, Namasmarna. Because Swami has spoken a lot about Namasmarna. And uh, one more place where he gives this analogy, he says that Namasmarna or chanting the name, the name is like the lozenges that you mm. chew. When you have cough and cold, yes, yes. you take the, you, you keep chewing the lozenges and slowly that goes and you know, soothes mm. your throat. So he says the Lord's name is like that. Mm. And you know that sentence in Dhyanavayana which is very beautiful, he says, do not discuss this path with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he says, do not discuss this path. They will make fun of you. Mm. They will tell you, that what can the small name of the Lord bring for you? Mm. <laughs> he says, they will tell, this is a small name. What, what? He says, they do not understand the power of the name. I am telling you, <laughs> you chant the name, that is more than enough. Wow. What a beautiful assurance. Wow. And the life of Hanuman, Absolutely. you just see... Just the, same. Just the same. You see this timeline. It's like reflected in Hanuman's life. Only with the name of the Lord. How that faith, that love, that wisdom. In fact, Swami says that uh, in another context, He says different stages of Sharnagati. And He says the highest Swamevaham, that's the highest uh, form of Sharnagati, you and I are one. He says that Hanuman achieved through Bhara Bhakti. Correct? Hmm. hmm. Swami had played pun with my name, uh -huh. Bhagya. Uh -huh. I said, what's the meaning of Bhagya? A uh, lot of things happen. Uh -huh. But uh, just coming to this point, he said, Bha means Bhakti. Uh -huh. Gya means Jnana. Jnana. Oh. Bhakti <laughs> will reinforce Jnana. Jnana will reinforce Bhakti. Wow. And I was thinking, what about the Karma? Karma. <laughs> then he said, see, Bhakti and Jnana, there are two banks of the river. Mm. And the water inside the river, wow. on the bed of the river, is like karma. Is karma. karma. <laughs> All three have to be there. <laughs> then only you reach the goal. Mm. But as you rightly said, that the bhakti will reinforce, it will give you better gyan, better wisdom. And mm. if you are really wise or you have gyan, then bhakti is part and part and parcel of that. It's not separate. Mm. So both of them. Are required or as Swami said, reinforce each other. Wow. In fact, uh, you know, when uh, Bhagavan writes this line that Supreme Lord is attainable only to the one who is filled with such supreme devotion, I was uh, reminded of an anecdote, uh, a little conversation with Bhagavan that happened in Kodekanal in the year 2007, where Bhagavan sends all the boys for shopping and uh, uh, he gives them money and uh, and generally, it's a very beautiful session when all the boys come back with whatever they have purchased. Or someone would have bought a shawl for their mother, someone would have bought a sari for their sister, and somebody would have bought a toy for the little brother, whatever. And Swami would be very delighted looking at all the purchases. And this year, in 2007, all the boys, uh, some of the boys uh, wanted to do something different because Swami was speaking so much about uh, Mother Meera during that session that year. 
so they bought a statue of mother meera mm. and they bring it to bhagwan and uh, so you know they now want to present it to swami everybody buys things for you know their family members but here boys want to buy something for swami so after they come back and you know they are just trying to you know raise themselves up a little bit and trying to show to bhagwan as much as what is it and they just show that beautiful statue of mother meera and say swami they only say swami this is for you swami and swami just looks at that and swami blesses it <laughs> and he said you keep it mm. and then swami says this is an idol of meera mm. swami says this is meera bomma this is an <laughs> idol of meera yeah. mm. and then swami places his hand on his chest on his heart and swami says meera is in my heart wow <laughs> you know i was just thinking that uh, ultimately the acme of our devotion is not when we are able to feel the lord in our heart but when the lord is able to feel us in his heart wow <laughs> i think that is what is the the um, pinnacle of yes. devotion and and mother meera was you know was that kind of a devotee as we were discussing you know whom bhagwan probably shaped just to give us those lessons of how to walk on the spiritual path and if you see her life it was same thing steadfastness absolute steadfastness come what may yeah. and as cyberkosh is mentioning what namas prana i think she was again um, steadfastly yeah. chanting only swami's name soaked <laughs> in that roaming in the streets all that bhagwan talks about you know infamy slander i think everything she faced uh, in life but that steadfastness led to love and wisdom and finally supreme devotion finally winning a place in the lord's heart wonderful i think there is so much more i think in the, in the 10.6 there is something even more beautiful isn't it sir but i think probably uh, time is running out so we will have to wind up with uh, these two segments any any final thoughts you have on this idea of uh, devotion sir supreme devotion and we'll end with that i think uh, uh devotion is very general word primarily it is love of god many times the students ask me that how do we express love when swami was available in a physical form it was very easy but same love how can we express now on that bhagwan had given a beautiful uh, guideline um i think one story draupadi bhagwan had told the story that how when uh, lord krishna uh, just uh, as a play he had uh, cut his finger and draupadi yes. uh, tried to dress it and in the need when need came unlimited supply of sarees for draupadi so one boy was asking swami you take only so much such, such a little thing and in return you give multifold multi time i mean man, many more mm. times he said yes because i see your feelings not the quantity hmm so one boy he used to always bring lavang mm-hmm. that is glove removing the uh, 
top uh, portion of the cloud because Swamiji invariably removes it and takes yes. one. So, Swami showed one and gave and took another one. I mean, uh, took the same thing. Another boy, he played a uh, little side uh, 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 the interaction with Bhagawan and student. One boy, he wanted to um, play that Swamiji, you are omnipresent, omniscient. What he did, he removed the caps of uh, all the clove pieces, excepting one. Mm-hmm. So, in the mind, he said, Swami, you take that, remove the cap, and that you eat, then it will prove to me that you are omnipresent, omniscient. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the kind of games students play. Yeah. Then Swami <laughs> went to, closer to him. He was holding in a small bowl. And uh, Swami played with the lung uh, as if uh, winnowing each one. Finally, <laughs> took one, showed it to him that, see, it is with the cap. Oh my God. He removed the cap and Swami put it in his mouth. Now, this boy, because Swami had given him liberty, then uh, he said, Swamiji, when you take this, we are assured that in our life, whatever we need, you will automatically give it to us. So, Swami uh, patted him and the next boy is asking Swami Swami we are able to offer it to you so we are assured that yes you are with us throughout our life but what about those who are not able to have access to you or they are not uh, close to you physically to offer at least something so that in their lives they will receive uh, anything whatever they want or whatever is needed. Swami said, you don't have to offer to me in physical form. Hmm. Your feelings are important. Whenever you do something or uh, you want to offer it to Bhagawan, you offer it to a needy person thinking that you are offering to Swami inside him. It reaches me and you get the same benefit as was given to Dharapati. So, that was such a wonderful revelation that that is a true devotion considering that God is in everyone. Yes. Automatically our behavior, our dealings, our speech, thinking will be in that direction that yes, Swami is present in everyone. Swami is present in me also. If Swami were physically present in this form, how will I deal? How will I act? How will I behave so that is the final I feel the expression of devotion you don't have to go early in the morning to the temple or your shrine in the house and offer flowers and fruits and as Swami said that what are those flowers fruits and water they are not physical they are I don't have to elaborate on that so uh, same thing throughout the day we can do yes that is the I feel the true devotion. Wow, beautiful. How Bhagwan used to say, the best way to love God is to love all, serve all. <laughs> you know, one in a, uh, very correctly same sentence I want to uh, repeat. Uh, why? Because once boys performed a drama, uh, he was sitting on a chair and he had given me an opportunity sitting next to him. And after this, everybody said, Swami, we love you. Hmm. So, hmm. Swami did not say anything to them. He simply 
raised his hand of blessings and to me he said the best way to love god is to love all listeners that uh, you give me an opportunity to spend time wonderful <laughs> recalling the sweet old memories interactions yes. with bhagwan and uh, reminding ourselves how we should conduct ourselves yes, let's pray to bhagwan that this satsang continues <laughs> that uh, we can uh, relive and share this beautiful pearls that bhagwan has so graciously given all of us so dear listeners please feel free to uh, write to us it would be lovely to hear from you bhagya sir has been so kind to come to the studio and share his time so do write to us and tell us about what you picked up from this session what is it that appealed to you what is it that you think will help you in your spiritual journey as always we look forward to your emails and we'll continue this session in the coming weeks in the coming thursdays we have few more segments in this chapter 10 and uh, we hope and pray that bhagya sir will be free in the coming sessions too so with prayers to bhagwan and immense gratitude for this opportunity to live to listen and practice these beautiful messages in our lives we bring this day long thursday life to a close thank you so much sara You were listening to an episode of our program Vahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 31st August 2017 as part of Thursday live from Prashantinilam on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Thank you and Sai Ram.